don't have a dumb accent like he does, so. That's true. <laughs> so, you know how many so's I edit out of the show? Seriously. It's, really? It's, oh my God, I want to do like a, a track of so's, like just take all the so's do and just it. edit them together into a timeline, into like a song, like so, 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 so. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many so's. I would pay for that. Oh my god, it's finally happening. (laughs) The interview that has been a very long time in the making. My favorite person in the planet. Miss Jennifer. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, that's how you say it, right? I mean, that's how I say it. Yeah, Mick has been teaching me Finnish, yeah. and I'm really good at, with languages. Oh, so, yeah, I can yeah. No. Same. <laughs> how do you say it, actually? I just say torkala mm. because I can't roll my R's, because... Torkala. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm out. I feel like this is a good time to shit-talk Mika. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, we might as well just... <laughs> go right into it. Go right into the shit-talking Mika. So. Oh, do you want to hear my story of the day? Yeah. Okay, so Mick is on the phone with me, and we're talking, and he's like, hey, yeah, do you remember that big sporting goods store by my house? I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, they had snowshoes there, and they looked really neat. And I said, is that it? Is that the story? And I was like, it's not, I saw the snowshoes, and they're really neat looking, and I'm going to buy them, or I, or they're really neat because, and he's like, no, that, that's just it. I just died laughing. That's, that's a Micah story. That is a Micah story. <laughs> now, you see on our bike rides why I did most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not much of a talker. Well, no. Unless you get him drunk, then he's a talker. I haven't ever seen him fully drunk, though. I'm not going to lie. Because I usually am, am bailed out by the time. He's a very excited yeller when he becomes uh, inebriated. I feel like I need to make a point of seeing this. Yeah, just get him to like down like half a bottle of Sam Booker or something and <laughs> just go with it. The starting off really hot and then trailing down the shoes. Yep. Is, is another thing that I deal with. It's, it's like, so... What I'm going to tell you is something very, something. <laughs> yep. It's like, could you finish the sentence? What was that? Go back, rewind. <laughs> no, that would be too difficult. I know. Too difficult. I know. Tell the origin story, how y'all met. Uh, so we met online. I was in college. He was living with his dad in New Zealand and I was in Texas. We were on a tool form as in the band tool. And we just started talking. And then we liked the same dumb things in life. I think we particularly bonded over penguins and Gamera. Mm. And then we really liked each other. So then he came to visit me a year after we started talking. And then when he came to visit again, a little after that, he proposed to me. And then I went to Australia a couple times. And then we got married. It was just a really chance meeting. Neither one of us were obviously looking for some weird online love and it just sort of happened and it's like you never like those stories never end well right like (laughs) right 
And it's like, usually it's, and then he came over and he was a serial killer. Right. Or yeah. a troll. Or never came. Yeah. That was a less trusting time of the internet, but also like a more innocent time of the internet too. I don't think people were thinking about catfishing people quite as much as they do now. And he was just such a sincerely sweet person. And we had plenty of like phone calls and video calls. So like we obviously knew what each other actually looked like and sounded like. And it wasn't just some weird we're only talking through a screen thing. Yeah. And I think that helped a lot. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's just still... The exact same very sincerely wonderful, sweet person that I fell in love with like oh, 18 years ago now. Oh my God. We'll be married for 15 years. Or we were this last week. Oh my God. Y'all's relationship could vote in an election. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. That's how you should start celebrating for now on. Just have like <laughs> life milestones for your relationship. Be like, we're having a graduation party for our relationship. <laughs> Well, yeah, it could happen. I guess this May we can just be like, yeah, it's graduating yeah, high school. You totally should. Like how I had a birthday party for my birth yeah. and wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all are long distance again. Once, yes. Once again. So yeah. I've had him explain it. So I would love to hear your side of the story because <laughs> I think that is the question that like whatever people hear and he's in Finland and I stayed here and everyone's face just drops yes. a little bit. Everybody goes, it's just basically the facial version of, oh. <laughs> but um, I think what really helped is that we were long distance to begin with. That mm. helped us out a lot. Yeah. Um, so what happened... Uh, so... <laughs> um, what happened was a couple years ago, we were talking. Mika wasn't happy with his job. Here, he really wasn't happy with the lifestyle here in the U.S. in general. And we had always talked eventually about moving somewhere else. But I have a job with the public library here and our retirement with the city is still pretty sweet. So I really wanted to take advantage of that. So I didn't really want to move because I want that money. <laughs> Mika kept sort of casually looking for jobs elsewhere and he found this really great one in Finland. And we talked it out and talked it out and at first it was, well, I don't want to move. Well, I have to move, you know, like mentally he needed to get out and I don't blame him. And so I finally was like, well, let's just, let's just do the long distance thing. I think we can do this. We've done it before. We can do it again. It's only until I retire and then I can move over. So far it's been over two years and it's been working out pretty well. It's not ideal, of course, because would I rather be with Mika every single day? Of course I would, but it's worth it because the end result is going to be fantastic, I do believe. Yeah. For one thing, I won't have to work when I go over there. That's um, huge. Which will be nice, especially since I'm a librarian who does not speak fluent Finnish, I probably would not be able to get the job I want over there. Are you working on learning Finnish? Is that something you want to try to do? Very slowly. Uh, it is a very difficult language. Uh, I've heard. Um, <laughs> It is extremely hard, but I am trying because what I would love to do eventually, once I've been over there long enough and been immersed in it long enough, is I would like to try for my dual citizenship. Oh. So I could be EU and American. Mm. That would be ideal, but we'll see how it goes. Right. But if nothing else, I just don't want to be one of those arrogant people that's like, oh, I don't have to learn your language because you speak English. And you might as well. I mean, you've got somebody who can actually teach you a little right. bit, you know. Well, yeah, he's not very good at yeah. it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's an experience. It is a different thing, but with our regular visits 
to each other's houses. It's really not so bad. And we talk on the phone every single day. We FaceTime every single day. A lot of Sundays we will have the same meal together. So we'll cook the same meal and then get on FaceTime and eat together and talk. And it's real corny and I love it. Mm. So we try to just keep ourselves together that way. It really is not too bad. Before he moved over there, you both had very, not separate lives, but you had very different interests and had very much your own activities that the other wasn't part of. Exactly. And I think that helped us a lot as well. Like right. the fact that we loved doing things together, but we didn't have to do everything together. Mm -hmm. You know, like he could go on a million bike rides with you and it wouldn't matter because like I'd be at home doing my gardening or something while while you guys were out and it was cool because then we would be like hey you want to meet up for lunch and I'd be like all right let's go do this together you know yep I know plenty of couples who do everything together and that's cool but that's just I'm a super independent person and so is Micah. Micah is fiercely independent so I think having our own separate thing was just the best thing kept our relationship really healthy yeah he's almost like a solitary person like he is totally fine going off into the woods completely by himself for you know multiple days if he wanted to and yes. it would not bother him in the slightest to be alone and i am much the same way like mm -hmm. For example, this is the middle of my five-day week, like five-day weekend, I should say. I have five days off, and I've seen people, but really the best part has been like, let me huddle into my house and my yard and just do nothing and have like blissful quiet by myself. This is wonderful. So I think since we both are a lot like that, it just it just works well. But then we're perfectly content to just sit on the couch together and watch a show or just talk and goof off. When we are together, we don't need to be doing an activity all the time. We don't need to be out and about. We can just chill with each other and just being in each other's presence is really nice, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, one thing you couldn't have anticipated <laughs> happening when you were making all these plans is that there would be a global pandemic. Right. So <laughs> how has that thrown a little chink in the chain? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely screwed us over a little bit at first. So he moved in September of 2019. Then he came back for a visit in February of 2020. He left on leap day of 2020. And then two weeks later, we were all in a shutdown. Mm. So he left at just the right time so he could get back to work. Thank yeah. goodness that happened. Then it really screwed up our plans because he was planning to come back maybe June, July of that summer. And it just messed everything up but then I had surgery at the end of July so he did go ahead and come over brave all the plaguey planes for me <gasps> and he was here with me for a month which was really nice and then I braved the plague for Christmas that year yeah and this last year it was much better we got together a little more frequently and we planned to do on the same this year, he'll be here next month, mm -hmm. which is really great. And I'm going over there for the summer, which is going to be way nicer than going to Finland in the middle of winter. Which you've already done. Yes. Which, and it is fun, especially when it snows there. It's beautiful. But summer is magical over yeah. there. So I'm excited. That's why they let everybody off for a month. Right. Right? Jerks. Well, because to be fair, it is their one really good month. So... <laughs> 
you know, I guess they feel bad. Yeah, but we only have one really good month, too. And, uh, you know, I mean, when you break down the, the heat and the cold, I mean, geez. Yeah, we have heat and the cold. The heat. Let's yeah. just say heat. Yeah. There is no there is no cold. Yeah. I say this as it's about to get really cold tonight, but whatever. So, yeah, it definitely, um, it definitely screwed with our plans a little bit, but it's getting more on track again. We're both vaccinated and boosted and we're yeah. as safe as we can be. When we were first talking about this, you mentioned things, the thing that worried you, concerned you, were those big life moments that might happen while he's gone. Like, I'm sitting here rubbing <laughs> on one of them right now. That That's weird. Yeah, uh, my geriatric dog. Geriatric yeah. dog. So, like, these things that you kind of take for granted having a partner around for to be with yeah. you. How has it been? You've had several things over the last couple of years that, like, yeah. a pandemic. I mean, yeah. Although I will say, if y'all had been in the same house together every day for I think we three months, y'all would have definitely killed each other. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think it honestly worked out really well that we were in different <laughs> countries for that. <laughs> so that was a pro. But like, what are some of those other life moments that have happened along the way? The things that you made you go like, man, I really wish you were here right now. Yeah, so there have been things. Mowing the lawn. Mo oh, God, I hate mowing. <laughs> I hate mowing in the middle of summer. In the at the beginning, in right. spring, it's great. Yeah. Summer, well, and yeah. So I'm worried about when I have to put my animals down. Of course, like I don't want to have to do that by myself and things like that. But I have so many good friends yeah. here. I know I've got a great support network, and so it doesn't feel so bad. Mm -hmm. And likewise, if something were to happen to him over there, if something major were to happen, I know he's got family, he's got friends, and he's okay. So once again, it's one of those things that really sucks, but at the same time, it's not. An impossible thing with us. Yeah. Uh, but uh Yeah. No, you won't. You'll have you'll have the other gen with you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> the best power couple in Baton Rouge. <laughs> Yeah, so we have a, a friend, um, Jen Oaken, Jokin Oaken, yeah. who you have coupled up with, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it happened really quickly. So we sort, yeah. of, we sort of knew each other casually for a couple of years, just around Baton Rouge and different events. We've seen each other because she's a photographer, and I help out with Mid-City Gras. So I meet people, and she meets people, and we've mingled a few times. And then last or in 2020, it's not last year, it was two years ago, oh my gosh. She did the front porch project where she photographed people on their front porches and I signed up for it. So she photographed me and we sort of talked again. And then last year, she randomly invited me to her housewarming. Mm. And we just really hit it off. And now we have weekly dinners at her house and I helped her decorate her entire house for Christmas, which was, whew, Quite the undertaking. She has a lot a of Christmas lot of, decorations. A lot of decorations. But it was so much fun. And um, those cookies y'all made were banging. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've just basically become like a little power couple. Really seriously and truly. Yeah. And it's adorable and uh, I'm very I'm very in support of it. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's, it's been really <laughs> Your nice. Your platonic life partner. Yes. Yeah, basically. It's been very nice to have her because she and I have a friendship where it's like, We'll gripe to each other, we'll vent, and neither one of us expects to be fixed by the other right. or anything. We're just good sounding boards for mm -hmm. each other, and that's a very nice friendship to have. It's it's definitely helped. So yeah, I'm sure she will be, she'll be here through all of the worst points of dog ownership, which is, well. As as I've, I've got uh, this one in my lap, just 
making all kinds of funny little noises. God, she's being very, very cute right now. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if her favorite thing to do is eat or sleep because they seem about neck and neck, quite yeah. honestly. So it's just like having Mika around. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have we shit talked Mika enough? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Let's I get mean, another, let's get a couple more digs in there. Okay, let's see. Let's see. What can we talk about? Okay. Dumb stories. <gasps> let's that talk work. about his dumb clothes. Oh, oh, no. The terrible dumb clothes. So, why does your <laughs> husband wear swimsuits everywhere? Uh, a, convenience uh-huh. and comfort. I want to say, I want to. Do they not- have the mesh lining in them? Oh, of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Um... I, I want to be nice and think that it's a holdover from living in Australia yeah. near the coast. Wouldn't that be fun? But I no. think it's just laziness and comfort. Yeah. So yeah, all of his shorts, all of his shorts are swim shorts. I finally did buy shorts that didn't look as much like swim shorts, though. They actually sort of looked like... They looked really good. Yeah, they look like regular shorts. Thank goodness. And then he just wears t-shirts. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And the flip-flops. And the flip-flops. That was the first thing I said when he said he was moving to Finland. I was like, you're not going to be able to wear flip-flops. What is he doing? Wearing shoes? Yeah. I know, right? I know. And pants and sweaters? Like you, I get in the snow. You are you are a snowbird for sure. You're oh, yeah. like, make me cold, make me snuggly, I'm good. Yeah. He's quite the opposite. Yeah, so in the summer here, when I have my air on at 71, he is literally shivering in a corner. <laughs> so I'm not sure how he deals with winter over there. I just don't get it. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> to the sauna. To the sauna. <laughs> That was the first part of my conversation with the beautiful, fabulous Jennifer Torkola. I love that woman so much. I'm so glad I finally got a chance to sit down with her. If you notice the audio was a little bit different, that's because we recorded it at her house. That's why the dog was sitting on my lap. The second part of that conversation will be out in a few weeks. I'm going to hold off a little bit, wait till the weather gets a little warmer because, spoiler it's about gardening. Uh, Until then, you guys have a wonderful day and remember, go do a thing. Bye. Wait, you want to say anything to Mika? Uh, You suck. I love you. He'll never know because he'll never listen. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm.